Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1572. Why does running make you feel so good? By Flora Beverly of foodfitnessflora.blog. And I'm Dr. Neil, your host and narrator. Hey there, happy Tuesday, and welcome back to another episode of Optimal Health Daily. This is where I read to you from some of the best health and fitness blogs on the web, kind of like an ongoing audiobook, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. Now, I'm featuring a brand new author and website today. I'll tell you all about Flora right after the reading. So for now, let's get right to the post as we optimize your life. Why Does Running Make You Feel So Good? by Flora Beverly of foodfitnessflora.blog. Okay, okay, running may not make you feel so good all the time, but the runner's high is a real thing. And with over 858,000 people downloading the NHS Couch to 5K app during the first lockdown, there must be something going for it. There are many elements that make running positive for your mental health and it's increasingly being seen not only as great for the body, but for the mind too. So what is it about running that makes it so good for your brain and mood? Let's look at the science. One, a brain imaging study on endurance athletes and healthy controls at rest showed an increase in coordinated activity in some brain regions involved in executive functions, like decision-making and working memory. They also found a reduction in default mode activity, meaning what our brain does when distracted, basically nothing very useful. This part of the brain is also linked to clinical depression, showing one pathway by which consistently running may reduce depressive tendencies and improve brain health. Interestingly, these are similar results to those seen in meditation. While running, you're tuned into your surroundings and what your muscles and breath are doing, not worrying about work, family, or other stressors. So running could be seen as a form of active or moving meditation. Two, another study in mice showed that exercise breaks down a stress-inducing molecule called kynurenine. The molecule builds up when you're stressed and can enter the brain, causing stress-induced depression and anxiety in some people. During exercise, there's a buildup of an enzyme that's able to break down this molecule in the muscles, meaning it's unable to enter the brain protecting it against stress-induced depression. Three, beta endorphins are released during running, improving mood post-run. The hormone is generally used by the body to reduce stress and 
as an endogenous opioid is also linked to reducing pain. This happens not just over the course of one run, but also over the space of several months, meaning that the effects can last long after you've ended a run. This is potentially the source of the elusive runner's high, which usually starts to kick in after 30 minutes of running. It's also one of the reasons that runs can feel very hard at the beginning, but get easier throughout. Pain relief and a reduction in anxiety are both side effects of our body's reaction to exercise. Four, while endorphins have long been credited for the runner's high, it's likely that endocannabinoids play an even larger role. These are small enough to cross the blood-brain barrier, unlike endorphins, and act on the same receptors and systems that THC, the active ingredient in cannabis, does. This triggers feelings of euphoria, a sense of calm, and reduced anxiety. There's still a lot of research in this area, and the mechanisms in humans still aren't quite ironed out, but it looks promising. Five, running and exercise in general also acts as a buffer to life's stressors. In the same way that stressing out the body through exercise can lead to physical adaptations to cope, it can also lead to mental adaptations associated with resilience, which are then transferable to other areas of life. Regular runners tend to be better able to cope with stress. Six, in rats, high-intensity aerobic exercise such as running has been shown to literally create new brain cells. Up to a limit, running stimulates an increase in gray matter in the brain. Beyond that limit, gray matter temporarily decreases, like in extreme multi-stage endurance events. Not surprising if you're running 4,487 kilometers like those in the study. Seven, there are other endogenous benefits of running that may benefit the brain through indirect means, such as improved insulin response, improved immune function, improved circulation, including circulation to the brain, increased energy levels, better sleep, and improved focus, including the ability to multitask even better. And eight, some tangential mental health benefits of running include having a feeling of community, the running community is like I've never experienced before, having quantifiable goals, and the sense of accomplishment that comes with that, which is transferable to other areas of your life. Running has been shown to improve your self-esteem, placing the focus on what your body can accomplish and how it feels, rather than what it looks like. And this is one of the ways to protect yourself from getting sucked into diet culture and the constant drive to lose weight. From an adaptation standpoint, this all makes sense. As hunter-gatherers, we would have had to chase prey for miles, and having adaptations to make that feel good and reduce pain on long runs would have meant we were able to run further, and enjoying the chase or run would have meant more food for everyone, so better survival. It's important to note that many of these studies were either performed on animals or in small numbers of volunteers. However, anecdotally, the benefits of running for the brain are multifold and substantial and it's great to see this backed by multiple studies. Hopefully, we'll start to see more of this in the coming years as the link between physical and mental health becomes increasingly clear. While these benefits mainly pertain to running, it's also possible to get many of the same benefits through other forms of aerobic and anaerobic exercise. The benefits may be to differing degrees, but the important thing is that you find a form of movement that is enjoyable and sustainable for you. There's no point in overdoing it on a sport that you hate. Moving your body in whatever way feels best 
is a good place to start. And if you're just starting your running journey, keep it up. It is always hard at first and at second and at third, but the benefits are so worth it. If you enjoy this topic, check out the book Endure by Alex Hutchinson. It's fascinating and delves into the science even further, but in a very accessible way. You just listened to the post titled, Why Does Running Make You Feel So Good? by Flora Beverly of foodfitnessflora.blog. And a big thank you to Flora. She's a food and fitness blogger based out of London. She's a huge advocate on exercising for the mind as much as the body and enjoys a mix of activities like resistance training, high-intensity interval training, boxing, running, and more. Come by foodfitnessflora.blog for a lot more. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. When I try and practice meditation, think me sitting in a dark, quiet room with my legs crossed, I find that my mind doesn't really settle down. I practice deep breathing. I try to focus my attention on a single point in the room. I allow my thoughts to wander without focusing on any one of them. But still, I can't quite seem to find that mental clarity I'm looking for. But When I perform rhythmic physical activity like running, jogging, cycling, or rowing, I can easily find mental clarity. As today's author, Flora, mentioned, the first few minutes of the activity feel tough. There are moments when my brain can't stop thinking about how badly I want this to stop. But after pushing through those feelings, my mind starts to clear. And after the activity is over, I always feel accomplished. Rarely, if ever, do I regret going on that run or ride or row. All right, that'll do it for the Tuesday episode. I hope you're having a wonderful week and I'll be back here tomorrow as usual where your optimal life awaits.